Did you start? Yeah. yeah. Okay. You Hello, instantly everyone. dropped your phone. My name is Adelia Volkanov, and I'm here with my friend and co-host Colin Bones. This is episode 55 <laughs> of Rather Hermione Minus the Romance, and we will be diving into chapters 21 and 22 from Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. Last episode, I won trivia, and I will give you the question of the day after a few disclaimers. We'd like to first and foremost disclaim that we on Ron and Hermione Minus the Romance do not agree with or support J.K. Rowling's bigotry and prejudice in any way. We do not tolerate hatred of any kind and wish to create an open, safe environment on our podcast. Everyone is welcome and encouraged to listen here. This is your major spoiler warning. If you do not wish to hear anything beyond this point in the Harry Potter books discussed, this is not the podcast for you. We will be discussing and heavily referencing all media in the Harry Potter magical universe in every episode, so if this is your first encounter with the Harry Potter world, you have been forewarned. Now, if you're still here, enjoy the show! Okay, I came up with this question ten minutes ago. Um... If you were in a Care of Magical Creatures class, what magical creature would you most want to study? One second. (laughs) You're like, actually, I'm going to need you to hold on a second. (laughs) (laughs) No, just, I feel like this is needed. Hold on. Oh, wait, never mind. Okay. (laughs) Pretend I didn't, wait, maybe I, maybe I can work this out. Hold on. Pardon me. Excuse me. (laughs) Excuse the wait. This is important. I'm just gonna. You know that one girl who keeps screaming. What? That's really not helpful. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on. I'll get back to that thought first in a second. I'm just gonna like empty my inbox. Okay. What was the question? (laughs) I said, if you were in a charismatical creatures class, what creature would you most like to study? I really like bow truckles, actually. Yeah. I think they're really cool. Yeah. Um, unicorns, obviously. Are you kidding? Although, they make Hagrid make them sound boring, but I think they're cool. Yeah, I would probably say, well, I actually think hippogriffs are really interesting, and I also, not like, I wouldn't want to study a basilisk in person, but they confuse the hell out of me, so I would like to study them, but like, from either very far away, or a textbook. Yeah, a blinded basilisk. Is that what you're looking for? No, I'm just saying like... (laughs) (laughs) No, because you know how it's like... No. (laughs) Actually, no. No, because it's like, I know how they're like... They're, it says, like, they're hatched from, like, a chicken egg from a toad or something bizarre. Like, that's so weird. And so I would be interested in figuring out how on earth that happens. Yeah. Oh, my God. I just realized that we had this, like, a similar discussion, and that's why I, that episode of ours is named Constructive Chickens. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> it's actually the one-year anniversary of Constructive Chickens. Making that up. I, just I, I don't know how you believe that. Because you're a pathological liar. I don't know what to believe ever. 
Just let you guys know, Colin does this all the time. Okay, actually, you were really close. The one year anniversary is April 25th. Which is not today. I know that. April 20th. That's like quite a lot. We're recording this on April 9th. This month. Awesome. <laughs> okay, whatever. Just go ahead with the, the episode. Fade out of the Jeopardy music. Nice. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> yep. And we're back. <laughs> Wait, what were we waiting? Oh, the music. The m- music. Yeah. Thank you. I am doing notes. I'm doing notes today. Yep. So, watch out. Because <laughs> this is chapter 21 of Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. Great segue. How would that... That's just... not really a segue. Do we need to know what a segue is? <laughs> you know I meant it like a transition. Segway is a verb that means to move without stopping from one topic, song, etc. to another. Segway, on the other hand, is a trademarked name for an electric transportation device. Most of the most commonly confused words in English are old pairs. Effect and effect, or discrete and discrete. You know what? That's really funny since I read both definitions and Adelia isn't listening. So she'll never be educated because some people like to stay ignorant. I can see the look on your face and I don't want to hear it. (laughs) So they wake up and Hermione walks down to Hagrid's cottage. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Like, what is this episode chapter called? The Eye of the Snake. Great. Hermione walks down to Hagrid's ha- cottage. I'm pretty sure they're all walking. I don't know why I wrote Hermione. Um, they're all walking down to Hagrid's cottage to try and talk to him about lessons. But oh, no, Hagrid that's isn't just there. Hermione. You're right. Oh, am I right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you know? <laughs> but Hagrid isn't there and he won't listen. So ha- Harry... Goes to care of magical creatures class, worried about what will happen, but Professor Umbridge isn't there. But Hagrid is not looking good. So Harry leads because of giant stuff, which was discussed in the last chapter. <laughs> if you want to listen to the last episode, which is not vibing. Wait, covering that's not chapters chronologically that is not the last one. <sighs> Never mind. <laughs> Whatever the last episode was, you <laughs> can figure it out. Even so, Hagrid looks ghastly. <laughs> what? <laughs> I can't handle this. I can't do this. I can't do this. I can't do this. I can't do this. Oh my god. Can we cancel this podcast? I can't do this. The entire thing? Yes. <laughs> Imagine Who asked for it. this? What? Who asked for this? <laughs> Imagine this I is how it. they found out. We just published this episode and we're like, it's done. <laughs> yeah. 
So Hagrid leads the class into the forbidden Boris to observe the subject of today's lesson. So Hagrid lets out a whistle and dumps a sack of meat on the ground. (laughs) (laughs) And then the Thestrals appear, but not everyone can see them. And some people are like, what are they doing? This is kind of weird. So... Hagrid asks who can see them, which seems like an invasion of privacy. A little. (laughs) Especially to ask them to raise their hands in front of everybody in the class. Especially Um, before the other people know why, because then it's like a dramatic reveal. Like, guess what? All those people that just raised their hands, they have seen someone die. You're welcome. Yeah. You should ask them about it, you know? (laughs) We don't. We can't afford counseling, so I think you should just figure it out. Talk to people. Just talk about it as much as you can. You'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. So Draco's like, "Excuse me, bitch ass hoe. What exactly are we supposed to be seeing?" And Hagrid points to the meat on the ground, and everybody's like, "Oh, they can all see like it being nibbled at, which is really scary." <laughs> That's what happened. <laughs> so they start talking. Hagrid starts talking about how they are Thestrals, and only people who have seen death can see Thestrals, which I think is like the first official reveal of this, yeah. right? Um. So then Umbridge appears. Oh wait, I think like I think of all the scenes that could have been included in the movie, this would have been really like an interesting one because it is revealed in the book but they never in the movies show that neville can also see thestrals and that's another one of the similarities between he and harry how they both could have been the chosen one if voldemort had chosen differently or whatever and now that they can both see thestrals and i think that this would have been an interesting scene to watch and they didn't do it which is upsetting fuck them (laughs) i'm gonna say it (laughs) you don't own me you don't own me. You know that song? They used it in this, and not. That's really confusing. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> that was like a whole train of thought. Hold on, I just remember that I also had the train of thought I put on pause before. Oh. Um. So first, I'm gonna go through with my current train, and then we'll hop trains. Okay. Okay. So first train. Um. Train number one, is I was just saying that it. They use You Don't Own Me in Suicide Squad, which is the the first Suicide Squad movie. And they used it when Harley Quinn was, like, hanging from the ceiling of her little cage in her room. And that confused me because I was about to say the Suicide Squad movie, but that's a different movie. Because the sequel uh-huh. is called The Suicide Squad. Okay. So that's a bit confusing. That was just my train of thought. But then my first train of thought, which is actually train of number two, because I've already distincted that current train as train number one. So we're back to train number two, which is actually train number one. (laughs) Do you know that girl? I see a bunch of her TikToks where she starts screaming randomly, like she gets frustrated. And I'm trying to remember like an example. She's a YouTuber. And... 
I all I can do is like do an impression because she's like, and she's not burned up. You know, like she sounds like that. Do you know who I'm talking about? No. Do you have any idea who I'm talking about? Um. She recently, I tried watch. She showed up on my for you page because I, my for you page, my YouTube feed, because is that what it's called? I guess. Because I tried to watch a video of hers, which was interesting. Um, Because she was like, I remember, this isn't like an iconic thing, but she was like, "Um, don't say, don't tell me to say gay rights because I don't like all of you. She's like, actually, I won't won't say that because I don't think all people deserve rights. Some (laughs) of you out there don't deserve rights. Like, that's what she was saying. That was not relevant. She was just on my YouTube feed when I was looking up the Jeopardy music. (laughs) (laughs) So everyone's, so Umbridge, (laughs) she shows up with her classic hand and she starts talking to Hagrid like he's an idiot and like speaking slowly. And Umbridge asks okay, if wait, Hagrid. I have a question. I'm sorry, my dad texted me and I had to respond. Yeah. And it like took a second for me to process that what you had said. Anyways, uh, um, <laughs> is Hagrid's accent meant to be Scottish or just like offensive? Because if it's meant to be Scottish, it's really dumb that they seem to not be able to understand him. Because they're literally in Scotland. That's always confused me. Especially I in this lesson. Because they're like, oh, I can't understand him. I'm like, is he just Scottish? Or is he, like, supposed to talk like that because he's half giant, which is just gross? I don't know. I think he's... I just thought... It says he's English. But I don't believe you. <laughs> yeah, because, like... Thick West Country accent. I don't know what that means well i'm not part like, of the uk there's like rural accents even like in well yeah well i like, know like, but i'm saying i'm not part of the uk so i don't know what that means uh i would be willing to bet he was from like a rural area of either like scotland or england i'm not sure but even then that's so like like that would be like us not being able to understand people i don't know i thought it was translated pretty well in the movie to what i pictured so maybe it's like that though yeah probably which is like that would be like me going to like a vaguely southern state and being like what sorry i can't understand you your accent is just too much for me even though yeah that's a good point (laughs) (laughs) that was the first time i've ever done what (laughs) my microphone has not been plugged in this entire episode it's okay. I'm sure it'll sound fine. Oh my god. I'm sure everyone's gonna be like, oh, that's why it sounds different. <laughs> what if it doesn't sound different? They're just... <laughs> That'd be even sadder. Sadder. That'd be... Okay. Can we clap at the same time? That would be so fun. A three, two, one. Awesome. That should help me, I guess. I don't know. I feel like there's a... You're like, I'm so energized now. Let's keep going. (laughs) Yeah. Now that we're back on the road. Oh, right. 
Southern makes sense. I was trying to actually, like, credit you for your good point, and I don't think you expected it. <laughs> no. I, like, no, because at this point, I can't tell when you're being sarcastic and when you're not. So, I feel like I expect you to say sarcastic things. I half thought that was, like, a joke because of how everyone at school says that I have a really thick accent, even though they're all lying. So I thought that's what you were saying at first. And then I was like, oh, no, you were just actually saying, good point. So. Yeah. Um, my favorite part about this podcast is when you explain jokes. No, like, I was genuinely thinking about this the other day. And it's just, that is such a unique trait for you. (laughs) You're like, that's such, like, an odd thing that you do. How nice. (laughs) No, I just think that's really cool and really interesting. It's because my dad explains jokes, and it irritates the shit out of me, but then I turn around and do it to other people. I'm, like, the biggest hypocrite that exists, so. So then, so then Umbridge asks if Hagrid knows that Thestrals have been classified by the Ministry as dangerous. Is everyone at the Ministry just an idiot? Like, is no one capable of rational thought? Like, how are they classified as dangerous? Yeah, they don't seem... What do they do? Well, I guess they're considered bad omens or whatever. Yeah, which is so dumb. Imagine our government being like, um, I am gonna outlaw the number 13 because it's scary. Like, Yeah, or like, outlawing black cats. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just rephrasing exactly what you said. No, it's just because um, your audio keeps cutting out, and so it kind of glitched in between when you said black and cats, and I was like, what are you about to say? Oh my. Oh my. <laughs> I didn't mean that. <laughs> um. So Hagrid <laughs>, laughs it off, and Umbridge keeps writing in her handy-dandy notebook, <laughs> and the inspection did not go well. Tut, tut, tut. Tis tis tisk is what I think I meant. Um, Christmas is coming up, and Ron tells Harry that Mrs. Weasley has invited him to visit during the break. Harry is so excited and wonders if he could possibly invite Sirius to get him out of number 12, Grimald Place. And at the last DA meeting before the holidays, Angelina tells Harry that they have a new seeker. Ginny Weasley. What? And of course, they have to throw in there that she is not as good as Harry, but she's still pretty good. Hell yeah. Well, I think that it's slightly redeemable because they do specify that she's, like, the best chaser because she's just not playing the right position for her. Right. But it's still, like, weird. Also, um... I don't remember exactly at what point this happened, but I'm pretty sure it was before the DA meeting. Um, her, if, like, if Hermione's so set on freeing all the house elves, how does she think she's going to be fed? Like, they talk about this a little bit in the chapter, but it's like, like literally, what does she think is going to happen if all of them were actually set free? Like, how, how does she think the entire castle gets, like, cleaned and, like, fed? And I'm just like, what are you doing? Like, actually. (laughs) Um, yeah. 
Okay, so Cho Chang hangs back after the lesson. (laughs) (laughs) It's getting saucy. The music starts playing. You know what? You know what that means. You know what that means. Not Jeopardy is the saucy music I'm playing right now. (laughs) How do I phrase this? Because I don't know the name of the song. That's not what I meant. Okay, I just typed in saucy clarinet, but I don't think that's what I meant. Saucy clarinet. Sexy. (laughs) Not clarinet. What is the... Do you know what I'm talking about? You're going to need to be more specific. I typed in sexy trumpet. (laughs) That doesn't help. I don't think trumpets can be sexy. No offense to the trumpet players out there. If you're looking for sexy, go saxophone. Watch you actually find it. <laughs> no, that helped. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I love that I was able to figure out the instrument just because you said sex. I like that I started with clarinet. <laughs> Immediately saxophone, like one of the sexiest instruments. Yeah. So Harry pretends to be straightening the cushions to give her time to talk. This (laughs) is the best way to do this. (laughs) But when he turns around, he sees that Crow, Crow, (laughs) Crow is silently crying. She apologizes and is like, Cedric is just really dead and I'm really sad about it. But Cho compliments Harry on being a good teacher, and they're standing under the mistletoe, and Cho murmurs, I really like you, Harry. And they get closer to each other, and they share a beautiful first kiss in the moonlight. This is like the pinnacle of horribly awkward like first kisses and books and like anything it's so bad yeah. but it's so no but like harry's reaction to seeing her crying is actually the funniest thing ever he had no idea what to do <sighs> no because what realistically i feel like this is the song that plays every time I get excited. I know, all the time. And you're just so funny. It's like I'm keeping my hands warm. Because <laughs> they immediately turn to ice when you get excited. Yeah. 
<laughs> so half an hour later, Harry returns to the Gryffindor rooms also with his hair all ruffled up and his hour? tie hanging out. Stop. Oh <laughs> no, but actually, like, why? I because like He's does it like, specify half an hour? Stumbling in, the books? in, he has a limp. <laughs> I don't know what they're into. I don't know. <gasps> does it specify half an hour in the book? But why? It's really long makeout session. <laughs> the first, like Cedric staring through a photograph and joining in. <sighs> yeah. Okay. And they're both into it. <laughs> <gasps> so Hermione guesses that Harry and Cho kissed, and it's true. What? But she was crying and they laugh at him because that's <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> so I would actually imagine being like, I had my first kiss, except they cried the whole time. And I would just be like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. What did you do to her? <laughs> oh Are you sure she kissed you? Consent is important, friends. Friends? Friends. <laughs> friends. It's important, and it's not funny. So, Hermione... <laughs> it's not funny. It's not funny. It's not funny. We don't joke about that here. I'm sorry. I'm not laughing. I hope you get cancelled on Twitter. <laughs> Our Twitter account with zero likes, zero followers. Yep, they're gonna find it. Yep. So Hermione reassures Harry <coughs> that Cho wasn't crying because Harry's bad at kissing, but because she has a lot of feelings. <laughs> no and men way. don't understand feelings, I guess. No, you wouldn't get it, Colin. Because men don't feel. Um, because she's sad that Cedric's dead, and she's confused that she now likes Harry, and we I feel like they literally copied and pasted this dialogue straight into the movie. That's, like, the only time they did it. Yeah. And worry that she's gonna get kicked off the Ravenclaw Quidditch team for bad flying. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, and actually, a really devastating thing happened to her. Like, <laughs> So I'm gonna funny. save it for the movie episode. Okay. I like. Sorry, I'm not just smiling. I like feel a burp coming. <laughs> okay. So Hermione asks if Harry's gonna ask Cho out again. It's like Ron is not in the scene. He wouldn't know what to say. <laughs> All he was gonna do was be like, "Oh, nice, high five, and that's it." Like. <laughs> Um, okay, I put an excerpt in here. What? I put an excerpt in here, but now I'm just realizing how dirty it sounds. <laughs> Whenever he had... Hold on. <laughs> Whenever he had imagined a scene involving the two of them... It had always featured a Cho who was enjoying herself, as opposed 
to Cho, who was sobbing uncontrollably into his shoulder. <laughs> That's terrible. It's like, so you know, for- every time I imagine kissing someone, they're not, like, utterly devastated during it, you know? It's like, they're actually, like, smiling, maybe? That's That's a reach, but, like... Maybe even, like, deadpan would be better than, like, crying on me. (laughs) So, for her part... Ugh. What? So, Hermione's writing a letter to Crumb. Um, you might know from Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Yeah. It's so funny to me how jealous of Crumb Ron still is. Yeah. It's becoming more than just a Crumb. It's becoming the whole... Everyone. The whole loaf. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So they go to bed and Harry drops off to sleep. What does that mean? It's like nods off, but different but drops yep he falls into his sleep and he dreams that he's in a snake's body (laughs) he slithers up to a man rears up and bites him hard in the chest Colin's like stroking his chest like he's reading a Wattpad A what? I'm reading a podcast? I said Wattpad! Oh. His bites break the man's ribs. There's blood everywhere. And (laughs) Harry's forehead is aching horribly. And the boys shake him awake desperately. And the pain is... The pain in Harry's head is so bad that he rolls over and throws up. (laughs) Literally, the Disney theme song just started playing. (laughs) Okay, but I think the switch from the dumb dream Harry was having about Cho wanting chocolate frog cars to him dreaming about the Department of Mysteries is so interesting. Like, it seems, like, really dumb and, like, random, but I think that would have been so cool. Like, just, like, a switch like that from having a normal dream to, like, Voldemort being in his mind would have been, like, super interesting to explore in the movies because we didn't, like, we didn't get too much. Like, we saw the dream, but it wasn't a noticeable, like, switch. Like, here's Harry in his own mind, and then here's Voldemort in his mind. Like, it's so, like, interesting, and they didn't do that, so. (laughs) So, the- Why did you just do that? So, Harry- Oh my god, my mouth hurts. Okay. I had these lemon heads- and I ate them for straight two days. Like, I bought them two days ago, and I've been eating them. I've been snacking on them ever since. And the mouth of my tongue. The mouth of my tongue. <laughs> the roof of my mouth. Like, stings. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I thought there was a fly. It There wasn't. So, Harry tells Ron that he saw Mr. Weasley being attacked. And Ron's like, no, you're just dreaming. But then, uh, Neville runs to McGonagall. And she shows up. And McGonagall takes Harry to see Dumbledore. And that's the end of chapter 21. Yay. 
Chapter 22. Taylor's version. <laughs> it cut out again, and I thought you said 22, like a virgin. And I was like, Like what? a virgin. It's a remix. <laughs> Touched by the. That is the perfect song to be playing during Cho and Harry's kissing scene. Touched by oh the very first time. Well, except, like, that can't have been Cho's first kiss, can it? Because, like, she kind of, like, dated Cedric, so I would assume that they had at so least So therefore kissed. they must have kissed? Well, I'm saying that I would assume so. Yeah, no, they were probably smogging it, you know. <sighs> Harry will never match up. <laughs> I guarantee you. I saw Robert Pattinson in the new Batman movie. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> oh my god. I still haven't seen it. I don't know if I will, because I am, yeah. Not for yeah. any reason, except for the fact that I am too busy. And, yeah. Yep. So, Harry jumps out of bed. What? Why does it start with Harry jumps out of bed? I think I accidentally spliced some stuff here. Into the last, from the last chapter. So they're going to office. Did you say the title of chapter 22? No, I didn't. It's St. Mungo's Hospital for Magical Maladies and Injuries. When I was a kid, I used to say maladies instead of maladies. <laughs> I was just going to ask you if I said that right. I, I'm going to say yes, because I doubt that it's maladies. So... <laughs> Maladies. How many ladies do I have in here? You know? Oh, it's so funny. Um, Dumbledore asks a question. <laughs> Dumbledore asks what perspective Harry saw the attack on Mr. Weasley. So Harry confirms that he was a snake. And Dumbledore seems to have been expecting this. So throughout the conversation, Dumbledore never looks at Harry. Love that. And at the news that Mr. Weasley is injured, Dumbledore is concerned, which is good. <laughs> he asks two of the portraits in this office for help. But because of these people, because of these people, but they travel around and get to the right people. Yep. I can't read. <laughs> so as they're waiting for the portrait people to come back, here Dumbledore plays around with a little silver toy and doesn't address Harry or Ron. So after the painting comes back, informing Dumbledore that Mr. Weasley looks badly injured, he then confirms, that another portrait then confirms that he's been taken to St. Mungo's Hospital. So McGonagall gathers the Weasley children to tell them that their father's gonna die so Dumbledore goes over could you imagine if they killed him 
Yeah, that would not, that would be like, honestly, I think that would have been too jarring for the middle of the book. Absolutely. I feel like it would have taken away from Sirius's death. Yeah, 100%. And I think she knew that because it's like, like I've said a hundred thousand times, like, yes, tragedy has been introduced in this book, but I think what was necessary before Harry legitimately lost, like, someone extremely close to him, like, first of all, he had to know before Sirius died that Voldemort was capable of altering his mind. I, I don't think it would have made sense for him to find that out after Sirius's death. I think it adds to the trauma that he knew that it was possible and still, like, uh, believed it. Not that it was his fault, you know, but, like... I think he had to know that before, and this was one way for that to happen. But I also kind of think, like, an event like this kind of had to bring Harry, like, I don't know. Because it's like, at this point, he's angry, he's bitter, he's pissed at everything. And I think that something had to bring him back to the reality that he's not the only person that's suffering and angry and, like, scared right now. And so I think he had to, like, experience something like this so closely for him to, like, you know, kind of bring himself back from feeling sorry for himself and, uh, like, start trying to do something. Yeah, I agree. Okay. I also feel like Mr. Weasley kind of... Maybe he doesn't hold the same significance to Harry, but I still think he's kind of more significant to the reader in a way because he's we've known him longer, mm-hmm. first off. Yeah. And also he's <clears throat> actually more important to more of the people in the story. Yeah. Because realistically, Sirius is only that important to Harry himself. But Mr. Weasley literally has an entire family that is goes on for miles yeah so i feel like even like in the actual story wise his death is would be slightly more significant yeah but i think the thing about Sirius is that there's a really like intense like sadness that one feels when you think about his death because of how sad his life was Like, Mr. Weasley lived a very, you know, relatively peaceful life. You know, he got married, he had children, he lived, he experienced life. You know, he really was very well-rounded by the end of his life. You know, he worked and doing something that he loved. He had hobbies, like, all of these things. And Sirius didn't get that. He left school, was, everything was relatively okay for a few years, Lily and James dies he goes to prison for 12 years he's locked up and on the run for the rest of his life until he dies so I think the thing about Mr. Weasley's death is that obviously for him to die so young at this point in the series would have been a horrible horrible tragedy and yes in the end it would have affected more people especially because Sirius like half of the wizarding community still thinks that he's a killer So in the end, Mr. Weasley's death would have affected more people, but I think there would have been solace for his family and for the readers in the fact that he did live a life. You know, he was happy and he was loved and he loved many people and like that would have at least brought some peace 
to the reader. And, you know, of course, his family and the people that would be directly affected by his death. But the thing about Sirius is that it's so intensely sad to think about how little he really got to live and how little, like, especially how little he got to be with Harry, who, of course, Sirius loved dearly and Harry loved him as well. And it's like, it's it's something about that, the lack of family that Sirius has left and the lack of living he ever got to do, that... Like, it's not that it makes his death sadder, it's just that it makes it less easy to, like, feel peace with. You know? Because it's like, every death is a tragedy, but when you know that someone has lived a happy life and they've, you know, had been married, if that's what they want, had children, and just forgetting the whole, you know, nuclear family thing, because not everyone wants to be married and have children, but if you know that someone has lived a life that they were happy with... It's much easier to find peace in their death than it is when they haven't gotten to live at all. And it's just, like, sad to think about, like, what they could have had. So that's what I think the difference really would have been between, like, if Arthur had died versus Sirius. I'm so glad you're here to bring up anything of importance. (laughs) Great. (laughs) I appreciate you. Thanks. So, (laughs) and so we're introduced to Phineas Nigellus, the best mate in town. Um, if you think about it, one of the only decent Slytherins, um, he might be a little racist, maybe a little, maybe, Yeah. but you know what? He did some good. Good for him. That doesn't excuse his behavior, though. So, (laughs) I'm just gonna shut the fuck up. (laughs) And so, they ask Phineas to go to number 12 Grimwald Place to announce Mr. Weasley's injury to Sirius. And so, Sirius agrees to host the Weasleys at Grimwald Place so that they can visit their father in St. Mungo's easier. I think it should be St. Mango. Mango? I like mangoes. Um, <laughs> as they all prepare to touch the port key to go to number 12, Grimwald Place, because there's a port key, which I didn't write down. So Harry suddenly feels like a lot of rage and he wants to maul Dumbledore. And the feeling passes once he arrives at Grimwald's. If that's specifically, again, Harry feeling an emotion from Voldemort, like, in that moment, was Voldemort just feeling generally angry, or was Voldemort angry because he realized that Dumbledore had somehow been involved in saving Arthur, and that's why Harry in that moment was, like, felt like all that rage towards Dumbledore. Like, what was that? I don't know. Maybe he really was just hungry. I mean, angry. (laughs) Thank you. You know? Like, I feel like, I feel like that's possible. Like, I felt like that before. (laughs) Not, I I mean, I don't, yeah. Yeah, but, like, I think specifically because that he brought up feeling like the snake again, that it has something to do with Voldemort. So I just, I kind of wondered, like, in that moment, is Voldemort just feeling generally furious because Arthur was saved? Or is he feeling furious at Dumbledore because he knows that he had something to do with saving Arthur? I don't know. 
What would happen if he made more Horcruxes? I don't even know. He would probably would just he turn just into become a like? I know. I was gonna be like, what happens? Does he? It's like that one scene in Descendants. Have you ever seen the Descendants, yes. the classic movie? When just she, as classic as the when Godfather. Yes, I'd say more so. I was just you know, kidding. I like Descendants more than The Godfather. I'm have just you ever gonna seen say it. Godfather. Nope. Neither have I. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I'm sure it's. I actually am not sure it's great. I'm pretty <laughs> sure I probably hate it. Probably. Um, but at the end of the movie, Mao, played by Dagova Cavern, she. <laughs> I don't even know. She murders Glinda the Good, and which is her mother, and she turns her into a lizard. Do you remember? Glinda? Glinda. I thought her mom was Maleficent. <laughs> yes, but it's played by... Oh, Kristen Chenoweth. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. remember now. I was going to say, I was like, how are we mixing universes right now? Because I'm a little confused. <laughs> oh, do you remember when in 1994, I don't know, it was a couple years ago. Um, do you remember when Dumbledore, I mean, Disney kept on trying to buy the Wizard of Oz? No. Because they kept on having merchant stuff and they did Oz the Great and Powerful. Which I loved. There's this one country song. It has nothing to do with the movie, but I thought it was in the movie. And so whenever I hear it, I always associate it with it. And I think it just has to do with tornadoes. I also think about, I don't even know what it's called, but I know there's this one song called Blown Away by Carrie Underwood that I also think the same thing. I think it's just stuff that has to do with tornadoes. I was fascinated by that movie. Like, the plot twist of the girl he met at the beginning. You are so disinterested right now, and I need Sorry. you to look at me. I need Sorry. the plot twist of the girl he met at the very beginning turning out to be the Wicked Witch of the West. Like, that was some major plot twist for me. And, well, actually, I called it, so I guess it wasn't. But I was just, that re really resonated with me as a five-year-old. I don't know when it came out. Um, but I really, and I thought she looked really cool, and I really dug that movie. I love that movie. And I don't, people don't like that movie. And it has that one guy in it. And I don't think people like that guy either. I don't know what he did. I'm sure he did. He's James Franco. James Franco, am I right? Thank you. So, I don't think people like James Franco. I think, was he in the Spider-Man movie? I have no idea. I don't know if that's the same dude, but he plays, um something Osborne. I'm dumb. I watched this movie. I've watched every single Spider-Man movie. I am a real fan. No, what's his name? Not Mike. Not Michael. Not Jake. J Jake Osborne. No, um, what is his name? What is his name? What is his name? Norman? No, his son, Harry, Harry, Harry Osborn. He plays Harry Osborn, who ends up becoming the next Green Goblin, right? And I felt that I that was in Spider-Man 3, and I did not like Spider-Man 3. Um, because I thought it was like, 
It was so weird and all of the characters were so insufferable. I hated all of them and they just kept on cheating each other. It was like an episode of Real Housewives. I've, you know, my mom really loves Real Housewives and I don't know how she keeps up because there's like 50 different Real Housewives shows. And I, do you know the one girl? I think she's on the Atlanta one and she's on that one meme where she gets like the Rolex or something and she's like, I don't know. I don't remember how it goes, but she gets a Rolex. I, I don't know. I think that's the only um, watch I can name off the top of my head. Do you know in Iron Man 3 when he has the Dora the Explorer Mark, my Dora the Explorer uh, watch? And I think that's really cute. And um, that's my favorite Iron Man movie. And it's such an underrated Marvel movie. And I don't think people are talking about it enough because that is so good. And Pepper Potts becomes a fiery monster. And I love that. I think Gwyneth Paltrow, that's, I think that's her real form. Um, I think she should stop selling vagina candles and show us her true form of being a fiery monster. I, there's something so iconic about Gwyneth Paltrow. Like, I kind of aspire to be her in a way. The fact that she doesn't wear sunscreen. Please keep wearing sunscreen. I kind of love it, though. Like, everything about her is just like, I don't see the problem with selling vagina candles. Sure, they may blow up and burn people's houses down, but so did the big bad wolf. Where are his repercussions? <laughs> he blew those kids' house down. Okay, the kids. I think I'm actually having a stroke right now, so can we continue? Okay, let's get real, though. Why was that third little piggy so much more educated than the rest and why was he not helping a brother out and i when i say that phrase it's funny because they're actually brothers <laughs> um and because like he knew that the big bad also like big bad wolf get creative really it was just some bricks like i'm sure it was not executed that well like did he go to college is did he go to college for construction to get a m degree in construction? Because I know sure as hell those others did. Those other people didn't. And you know what? I bet the stick guy. No, hay guy. How the hell do you build a house out of hay? Answer that. Answer that for me. Like, how does he? He deserves the degree in construction because that was not a house. That was an art piece. And they misunderstood. He was holding an art gallery. I just went to a hotel that had a really, in no, I, we went to a hotel and then we went to an art gallery that was in a bookstore and it was really cool because it was like a labyrinth and you just kind of kept going. Was David um, Bowie there? No, that was a really weird thing to say, but um, <laughs> no, so we were in the bookstore and I was explaining to my, I was asking my friend to explain the plot of Harry Potter and we got to Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. And so once they arrive at Grimald Place, Harry tells Ginny, Fred, and George about his vision. They want to sneak over to St. Mungo's Hospital right away, but Sirius tells them no. So he tells them that it's too suspicious to visit their father right now. And it will draw attention to Harry's vision and damage the Order of the Phoenix. So Fred starts yelling at him and Sirius is going to fight Fred in the living room. 
This is like a game of Clue. Fred Weasley in the living room with the witch. With the witch. That's a murder weapon. He's gonna deck Hermione. Um, Fox the Phoenix arrives with a message from Mrs. Weasley. Why are people not using phoenixes more? That's sick. Where are the phoenixes? I guess we'll find out more. And Fantastic Beast, The Secrets of Albus Dumbledore. I don't even know. Is that the, that's not the name of the movie. I have no idea, actually. I think it just came out. Did it? I literally have no idea. Wait, is it already out? I don't know. I don't really care. I might just look up spoilers on the internet. Yep. Did you mean right now? You're going to look up spoilers right now? No! <laughs> I'm just going to go take a deep dive on Twitter. You do not want to see my Twitter. Um, April 15th, which is Next not week. today. Somebody saw it. <laughs> I know somebody saw it, but I saw somebody who saw it, and it was not on Twitter. They wait for the news. Um... Oh my god literally i'm too hot for this you are literally clipping your nails right now you could not be more out of this podcast i say i'm I say sorry we're, i, I sat say here we're done. and listened to that ridiculous rant you went on for 10 minutes what are you talking that was not 10 minutes it was long it was not and it was not a dumb rant. It wasn't even a rant. It was... <sighs> I'm just not going to talk anymore. I think we're done. You're so dramatic. I'm done. says Jeopardy theme song 10 hours. I think they know better than me. 10 hours? <laughs> okay, Colin, can we come back and finish this before I, like, fall asleep? Nighttime. Nighty night. Okay, do you have everything ready? Have you brushed your teeth? Are you in your jammies? No, because we haven't finished this episode yet. You wanted to do this. You subjected me to this. I'm so tired. Then Why let's finish the episode. Get me out of here. <laughs> Get me out of here. <laughs> Colin. Let's just finish the episode. I Come can't on, it's see. almost over. Help. I'm in I'm in the closet. <laughs> I'm in the closet. <laughs> and I don't know what to do. Help me. Just so everyone Help knows, me. he's actually just covering his eyes with his hands. Help me. <laughs> There's a man in here and he has a knife. What? I don't know what he plans to do with it, but I think he's gonna... He's gonna hurt me. And his name is George Lucas. He had enough. He didn't like that sequel trilogy. 
And so he's gone on a murderous rampage. He didn't like <laughs> that Disney bought Star Wars. Oh, God. And now... <sighs> Do I have to... I literally would love to just ascend to a higher plane right now. <laughs> like, I think I deserve it. <laughs> like, I would love to just stretch out into a starship, Star Wars, starfish position. I was expecting you to start singing this. And just slowly start, like, my astral form just, like, floats out of my body into the sky. And just, I leave this godforsaken... That sounds really sad. I'm not going to say that. <laughs> I actually thought you were about to start, be like, I want to go into the starships. I'm meant to fly. Don't <laughs> give me ideas. Oh, man. I love this so song. Glad. I haven't sung in days. Oh, my God. I'm playing star starships right now. Okay. This is okay, my then favorite. Can we finish this episode, please? <laughs> dancing right now <laughs> I love this song this wasn't the clean version and I'm very sorry for that literally I don't want to be here I don't want to <laughs> be on. here I'm looking I'm literally leaving I'm literally leaving <laughs> Colin please why are you doing this to me why are you doing this to me oh my god George Lucas is threatening me, and this is not this. Why am I recording a podcast right now? Colin, for the love of God. Do you want a selfie with George Lucas? He wants 10 grand. This could literally be over in two minutes if you would just stop covering your eyes. That is a lie. That's a dirty lie, and you shouldn't lie because liars go to hell. <laughs> Please, just finish your notes. No! <laughs> and I'm going to be a whiny baby about it because I don't want to do this anymore. I think we're done. No, because we have like two things left to say no, and there's look trivia. At look at me. No. This is our 55th episode. We've come so far. That's so exciting. So let's finish it. I think this is a good time. No! <laughs> Why? This is torture. <laughs> I'm pretty sure last episode I was like really excited. <laughs> but this is torture. I don't want to be here. Then let's I'm finish this fucking episode. This could have been done 10 minutes ago. I'm stopping recording. I'm just kidding. I'm not. Ugh. Finish I have like a pain notes. in my chest. My chest. My chest. What are you doing? Oh, I've gotten an awful habit of touching my boobs for everything. <laughs> so. Sirius. Ugh, what the fuck is Sirius doing? So Mrs. Weasley's arrives. Sirius calls the creature to get breakfast. He doesn't answer, and Sirius seems concerned. 
Harry t- draws Sirius aside to tell him about the dream. And Sirius dismisses the dream and it's like, you don't have to worry about it. But of course, Harry does. Because he's Harry fucking Potter. And <laughs> Moody and Tonks take Harry and the Weasleys to St. Mungo's. So, Mr. Weasley greets them. I skipped a lot. There's a front desk lady. Um, Mr. Weasley greets them and he says he's fine. Fred is the only one who guesses Mr. Weasley was on guard duty when he dozed off. I don't know why I said only one. When he dozed off and got bitten. So Mrs. Weasley won't let them keep talking about this. In fact, she sends Harry and the Weasley kids outside so that Moody and Tonks can have a word with Mr. Weasley. And I love how that ends because I think it's so funny. This is the stitches part, right? The stitches. Because she's like... Like, I don't remember how it goes. I'm not even going to try. You know what? because she notices that they've changed his bandages a day early or something. And she's like, why did they do that? And he's like, nothing. And then eventually he caves and is like, well, we tried stitches. And then she flips out. Because she doesn't... Because she doesn't understand muggle stuff. Yeah. And... And she thinks dumb. Yeah. Oh my god. I have a nice blanket. Nap time. It's 9.28. I know. There's literally, like, two lines left in the book. We have come so far. We really have. <sighs> so let me spell it out. A, B, C, D, E, F, H, I, J, K, Elemental Piss on your clothes. I love it's my favorite. I quote it all the time. It's my favorite. I love it so much. Um, so, Fred and they use Fred and George extendable ears and they listen in. And Moody says that Voldemort was probably using the snake to go exploring, like in Dora. And Mrs. Weasley is like, you know, Dumbledore seems also to have been waiting for Harry to do something like this. And Moody agrees and thinks there's something off about Harry. And then all the Weasley stare at Harry and then causes Harry to have a mental breakdown for the rest of this book. And the rest of this series. Honestly, the extendable ear scene, like, just then would have been so good in the movies. And they just didn't. Yeah. That's so crazy. Movies suck. Anyways, Books rule! Okay, do you want to go first or should I? No. You should go first. Okay. What year did... Dillis Derwent become headmistress of Hogwarts. Um. Oh no. Nineteen eighty nine. No. Mm. 
1456? No, 1741. Same thing. Um, so... Fill in the blank. Oh, no. The bruises that had been blank on Saturday night were now tinged with blank and blank, and some of his cuts still seemed to be bleeding. I'm going to say one of the blanks is tinged with green. Yes. Uh, what's the first one again? Will you read it? The bruises that had been blank on Saturday night. Fresh? No. Purple? Yes. Okay. And then I tinged with green and something? Yeah. Green and... Red? No. I don't know. That's scary. I'm like thinking about that yellow. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh. Um, what floor of St. Mungo's is meant for potion and plant poisoning? What did you say? What? What floor? did you roll your eyes at me, young lady? <laughs> what floor of St. Mungo's is meant for putting Go in outside. What? Four. No. It's Twenty. Twenty. Are you going to say yes or no? I said no to four. I, did you say anything to 20? You said 20? Oh, um, that's also a no because St. Mungo's doesn't have that many floors. It was three. <laughs> God. So fill in the blank. Blank signs. Blank pleasure. Blank idea blank violence say that again blank signs blank pleasure blank idea blank violence what's the context umbridge in hagrid's class oh no okay wait will you read it she's again she's writing notes slowly yeah will you read it again like slowly blank signs blank Pleasure. Blank idea. Blank violence. Blank signs. Crude? No. No, she says crude gestures. Wait, I'm going to write this out so I can look at it. Say it one more time. (laughs) Blank signs. Blank pleasure. Blank idea blank violence is it idea at violence no of 
Yes. Oh, so then it's pleasure at idea. Yes. Show signs of pleasure. Yes! Oh my god, this is like the Batman movie. Did you know I have more followers on TikTok than Riddler? I thought that was fun. <laughs> Mr. Weasley was reading about whose arrest in the Daily Prophet. Um, George Lucas. No. Your mom. <laughs> no. Do you give up or do, do you want me to tell That's you? That's two guesses. Okay, go ahead. That's That was two guesses. I need to know. Oh, okay. I thought you Baby. said I get two guesses. Whoa, um, whoa, whoa. Willie Wittershins. Woo, I love that. That's such a fun name. Yippee. Is it like traditional to have alliteration names in wizarding families? I think so. But also not really because it's also a thing with the Dursleys because they named their son Dudley. Mm. Which was dumb. So... Uh, Fill in the blank. Blank all this stuff. It just makes me blank. Whether if he'd known it all, he'd still be alive. Wait, I know exactly what scene this is. Say it again so I can write it out and look at it. Blank all this stuff. It just makes me blank whether if he'd known it all, he'd still be alive. All this stuff just makes me wonder. Yes. Okay. So, blank, all this stuff just makes me wonder whether if he'd known it all, he'd still be like... Is the first blank just? No. Okay, then I don't know. Learning! Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. How many muggles lost their fingers because of a biting doorknob? Five. No. Twenty-seven. No. <laughs> Two. Oh, awesome. <laughs> um, fill in the blank. Shit. Been attacked by a snake and it's blank. I saw it happen. Who's saying this? Oh, Harry, duh. Never mind. Don't answer that question. <laughs> 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 uh, is he saying this to Ron? No, to McGonagall. Okay. And it's bad? <laughs> what? 
He's been attacked. Oh no, I thought you was like, what does that mean? No, it's it's not bad. It's it's good. He's been attacked by a snake and it's I don't know. Okay. It is serious. <laughs> okay. I thought um, that was fun. Yeah. What is the last word of chapter 22? Um. Fuck. I mean... <laughs> I mean, yes. <laughs> um, that. No. I'm pretty sure that is a preposition, and so you wouldn't end the sentence in a preposition. Wait, is it? Is that a... Frightened? That is not a preposition. I'm an idiot because I don't know my parts of speech. Um, it is not. No. Uh, it was fearful. Okay. Oh my god, I was so close. Mm -hmm. So, what are the two? Wait, I have two more, don't I? You have one more. I had two written down. I'm going to use the better one. Can I guess the other one anyways? Just not for any points? Well, we'll do that at the end. Yeah, okay. that's what I mean. What ward are they directed to to visit Mr. Weasley? <sighs> Shoot. Why do I feel like it's something Llewellyn... Yeah! I feel like the first one's like a one-syllable thing, and for some reason I think it ends in I, like the sound I. You're right! You're I kind of, well, kind of... Is it spelled D-A-I? Yes. So die You're missing one word. I'm gonna give you point. No matter what, because okay. that was impressive. Die, Llewellyn. Um, I don't know. Dangerous is Die Llewellyn Ward. Serious bite. Oh. Serious bites. A lot of serious stuff for me. <laughs> um, is I'm that it? Are we guess done? The other one for no. Oh, points. you want to guess the other one? I'm sure you can get this. What is the last names of the two people, two paintings Dumbledore sends on the missions? Derwent and Nigellus. I said last names. Oh wait, no, you're right. You're wrong. The first two people. The first two people. The first two people. Dillis, Derwent, and Phineas. Yes. No, the third one. You got Dillis, but and I don't. There's, there's another one. Other one. Person. Oh. Why do I feel like his name is like Edgar or something? Everard. Yeah. 
trivia today so I will be doing the question of the day next week um thank you all very much for tuning into this episode of Ron and Hermione minus the romance and be sure to give us a follow on Instagram at Ron and Hermione minus the romance on Twitter at Ron underscore Hermione MTR shoot us an email at Vulcanoffbones at gmail and rate our podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify we appreciate you all very much and be sure to tune in next week where we will be covering Chapters 23 and 24 of Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. I have to let it play out.